Bowden is our special guest, Rondell Sheridan. That's Grant Shaw, by the way. Got a great show coming up for you. Chris Harrison's here today. <laughs> Kevin Crona is with us from REO Speedwagon. We have Brian Phelps is here, and we also have Jill Whelan. Tom Bergeron is our special guest. I'm going with Ed Begley Jr. Dr. Drew hey. came in early. I love it. You're in here at the right time. Alonzo Bowden is our special guest. Rondell Sheridan. That's Grant. This is a wonderful life. You're laughing it off with the Craig Shoemaker Show. Don't forget to visit our website, craigshoemakershow.com. I arrived here and thought to myself, I, I don't want any prep. I just want to get going. <laughs> I am very anxious. Uh, I have to pee. I got to pee. And someone told me a long time ago, it could have turned into just a little bit, that you should, as a performer, you should want to hold in your pee because it it, it makes you, um, I don't know what it does. Energetic? I, yeah, I, I was told that a long time ago. I don't know that I necessarily believe it because now all I'm thinking about is I have to pee. I feel like Forrest Gump meeting Kennedy. I got to pay. Does the same apply for number two? No, not uh, no. I've never oh, heard that you gotta, before. You got to get rid of I'll, that. Make sure, even if you have a little turtle head popping out, Ugh. just gotta, <laughs> drink more that water. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone. We had a week off. Yay! And, uh, what a week it was. I don't know about you guys. I had a wonderful time uh, uh, traveling and being with the family and stuff. Joel, a new hair thing going on. What's oh, going? Oh yeah, I had a, uh, a sun I, in. You put I, some sun I in. I forgot there? about it. No, I have a part on this web series. And I'm playing kind of a spoof of Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones. Oh, and, uh, the hair color is important to the characters. <laughs> okay, plans. I love this about Hollywood. Is you have an excuse for some new look? Yeah, you know, I love it too. hey, check that out. You know, uh, so now Joel gets to say it's for a part. It's called School of Thrones. It's okay. going to be coming out soon, so check that out. I'm, uh, I look forward to that. See why you do have this blonde hair. It no. looks like sun in. I tried that stuff when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. It made me more orangish, yeah. more zainerish. Because I didn't want that. And you didn't want still. It's still hundred dollars later. Oh, <laughs> I could have just gotten some sun in. You didn't. No, that would have been you orange. Put some lemon. Would, lemon in then your Then you'd hair. be whole carrot top thing. That's yeah. not. That's not what you're trying to get with a Game of Thrones spoof. No, but it's close enough. I think it looks good. Thank you. Not so much. And by the way, a compliment <laughs> coming from Sarah today is a major accomplishment. That is, that is so that's big. Sarah is uh, in a mood. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I said to her beforehand, I said, you know, uh, you know there's somebody that, that wants to offer us a little bit of money. I don't know how much, maybe a couple bucks, you know, because none of us have been paid yet. And so now people are stepping up and they're saying, hey, you know, I love your show. And. Yeah, I'll give you a few a few dollars, you know, whatever it is. Five bucks, I don't care. You know, we, we'll just split it up. Yeah. Dollar a piece, yeah. I get two. <laughs> so, anyway, I said, uh, yeah, this guy said he was going to offer and She goes, I hope it wasn't the guy that wrote the email about me. <laughs> <laughs> so then we look down, I go, oh, his name's Brian. And yep. she look, She goes, she scours through her little, her little resentment iPad. Let me see. That's who it is. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> She's really mad. He gives he gives us a review that has one little you know slight of Sarah. He didn't put an H on her name. Yeah. That's the part I would have the problem with. He says your show is funnier, even either funnier than Heidi and Frank. Uh, wish you were on every day. I really like your real can quote life stories and your phobias and revelations as well as your as your spiritual moments, which you don't find anywhere. Uh, so this guy is actually connecting with what we d would want to do here. Just don't yeah. want to be a chuckle hut. Uh, Sarah uh, mentioned that everyone likes her laugh, though. 
I would agree, only if she takes it down three decibels. Thanks. Where do I contribute? So, so, so within the same, within a few words, he says, where do I contribute, which takes away the whole criticism of Sarah. Takes away for you. <laughs> That's not much- all I heard. It's all I heard. It's taking, why do people, and now then you said he's going to contribute, and then I was like, ah, because I was so mad. Would you take his money? What if he, hell what? yes. <laughs> you would actually take it down a few decibels. I'm sure too. if he contributes, his one thing will be like, but can, can you get a new co-host because I don't like no, Sarah's No, 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 he's not saying that. He loves the down. show and you are but the he's show. Criticize- I- <laughs> you are the show. You've he's missed only one episode in almost a year now. Okay, yeah. so you are the show. Yeah. Take in the compliments. He's saying Thank this you. show. It doesn't say Craig Shoemaker. You missed an episode he's in- too, so you're huh? kind of even. That's <laughs> I, I did miss an episode. Let's not bring that up. Every time, though, now, Let's not bring that up, Blondie. Uh, uh, every time I'm laughing, like now I have his voice in my head. And it's like they, people choose to criticize things that you cannot change. Like my laugh, I cannot change. I don't want you and to change laughing, it. Yeah, I don't it, either. Listen, it's all a vote, okay? I have a volume knob on you if that's the point. Plenty of people. <laughs> getting, every I'm time getting. Sarah laughs, just take it down. He said three decibels. I believe. Yes, three, Joel. Can you get three in there? <laughs> and laughter is something that's awesome. Why would you criticize that? Like somebody's thing her, that genuinely oh comes eyebrows out. eyebrows are together and everything. It this makes is really me rough. Mad. You can pay the other three in the room and not So you, me. Won't, you won't take his blood no, of money? Of course I will take it. But, then, but like that is such a mean thing to criticize because laughter is such an awesome thing. Like that just it comes out of you, and it's what our show's about. It's, it's called Laugh It Off. It's yeah. natural, and then to make somebody feel mm-hmm. self conscious about something that they mm. cannot control mm. makes me angry. Nor should you. No. Nor should you. <laughs> nor should you control your anger right now, Sarah. That is, he's saying that that's part of the show. Phobias. <laughs> Revelations. Yeah. You're about to, you're in a phobia right now. We might get to a revelation. I can feel fire in my belly. I'm sick of people criticizing people on the internet behind their computer <laughs> where you can't see them. And it's like send me a picture of you and let me see if I have nothing to criticize. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is awesome. Something he can't help. He Something can't help the way he, he looks. Help. Just like you can't help your structure. laugh. Like anything. <laughs> you know what, Brian? Send in a freaking picture. Okay, so Sarah is just going to rip on your facial structure. Wow. You, I, yeah. you do not come down on Sarah's sweet. And I've got her back, too. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, I love her laugh. And don't you ever take it down. I want you to go up three decibels. Yeah, because it hurts my feelings. That's what it is. It hurt my feelings. It did hurt yeah, your feelings. Yeah, because I can't control it. I don't want you to and control it, okay? You've said it five Brian. times already about controlling it, okay? We're not asking you to control it. Thank Nobody you. else is except for Brian and maybe even a few more. Probably. Okay, there could be some There's people. There's someone on iTunes, you know, that's just there forever. <laughs> it's there forever for people to look at that review. I, to me, now let me just tell you personally, okay? And Brian, if you're listening, I want you to tell, I'm going to give you my perspective as the host, okay? okay? I will tell you that Sarah's laugh is what makes me better, okay? <laughs> I wish that Sarah was in the front row of every comedy show. With that cackling three decibel high laugh. I, <laughs> I wish. I have certain people, and I'm not kidding you, to this day, I know their laugh and can hear it in an audience of 100 and, or 500 people, 1,000 people. I can hear Lisa Rado, my friend Lisa Rado, greatest laugh. Yeah. Love it when she sees me. Now, unfortunately, she's seen me so many times, she could probably come up on stage and do my act for me, <laughs> but I still love her laugh. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, my friend Debbie Menhard, when I was growing up, uh, I couldn't wait to f- call her on the phone because I, 
it makes comedy flow because that's what happens is what you're saying basically is this guy is impeding your flow. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah. you use word control. You don't want that when you're ever talking about any creative arts. You have to take out off all of the ties that bind you. You have to remove it all and let it out and just it's not going to hit with all people. Yeah. That's something that I had to learn in comedy or any performance art or any movie. Did you ever tell you about the movie Totally Baked, the reviews that it got? No. It got everything from this. This is the movie that everyone should see if you ever want to know anything about marijuana. Funny, insightful, intelligent. The very next review, I found this at the bottom of the toilet with the rest of my shit. That's what the review said. I can't even give it less stars than this thing deserves. Which one do you believe? Yeah, Which one know. is it? Okay. Yeah. Which one is it? Is it me? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm the host, and I'm going to over overrule him. I will take his money, but <laughs> I will overrule him on that criticism. I love your laugh, and that's that's the only reason you're here. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, what part of that sentence did I hear? <laughs> Not only was it did she pick it as a sentence that I hear, I just gave you like. Probably five paragraphs if we really broke it down about Sarah Sweet and her value. What did she hear? So now that should be the topic. Is yeah, and it's a it's a I know it's a laugh. It explodes. It makes people uncomfortable. Do you know how hard it is to like like unsent like not censor yourself with that kind of laugh because I get like it surprises people or people will get scared because it booms out of me and I can't help it. Yeah. People get scared and then they have to stare at me for a second. I, I listen. We read these critiques uh, all the time you read them on facebook i had a guy you know complimented me love your show yeah uh you know way too much of that love master i don't get it you know so for, so now what do i do with that reveal i'm going okay well, wait a second now there's a lot of people that scream for this so literally yeah. like they'll go when are you gonna get to the love master part and then i've got this one guy now in my head that's going too much so do i take it down a little notch do i take it out because right. of this one guy right and then i said back to him i go you really needed to say that did yeah. you really need that? Yeah. Did you had to take the time in your life to go? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, I'm gonna give you a compliment, but I'm gonna backhand it by saying uh, that's the part I don't like. Yeah. What? Just keep it to yourself. Yeah, and after about, you've been uh, forming for thirty years, then somebody sees it one time and gets to critique it. But of course they do. They yeah. look. They're critiquing our little talk right now, saying, "You know what? I'm out of this show. This yeah. is way too much. Way too heavy for but me." Why do we focus on the negative? Why is it so much easier to focus on that? Like that one. Because comment. that's the way we're raised. I was talking about this last night with. Um, we had a friend came over and uh, we're talking about her relationship with her husband. And Mika was there, my wife, and I said, you know what, the, the best thing about this is there's no critique, there's no criticism. It's just pure and it's natural and it unfolds. Mm -hmm. And I, I think if we, if we did live our lives more like that, but in the beginning with her, I have to tell you, because I was so used to it, I, she would talk to me and say these really nice things and I would turn around and go, who's here? <laughs> who, who the hell did you say that about me that was me i mean i was ready for something like this other creature was going to appear like she was waiting for the wedding waiting for a ring or whatever as soon as you put the ring on right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been waiting for the ring so I could torture you for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah. If you're brought up like that, you're waiting for that person, that, that zombie, that monster to come. That's why people love zombies so much. I don't understand this whole freaking zombie yeah. thing. Yeah. Everybody's zombies. I grew up and never heard of a zombie. I didn't, who cared about a zombie? And now everything's a zombie. And the stupid girls that are like, really like, I'm scared that you're going to come, you're going to get me. And I'm like, shut up. You just want attention. Stop being annoying. Yes. Like, who really is afraid of zombies? They're not real. They're never going to be real. I know. So stop putting, like, I'm so scared of the zombie apocalypse. Shut up. Shut I mean, up. <laughs> and, and by the way, not only just, yeah, why don't we start with one zombie sighting, let alone an apocalypse? Yeah. So suddenly there's an, you know, instantly. Are we supposed to believe that everyone turns, oh, this whole zombie thing happens? No. Just because somebody, like, created this? Are we going to see people in capes because they're superheroes? Hey, look up in the sky. It's all apocalypse of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look awesome. at these guys in tights. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> See, that would be positive, though, because that would be, you know, something positive. But no, people do look for the negative. They're looking for zombies. Yeah. I'm going to kick anybody in the face who I, says that. It's, it is sort of the way we are. Our, I'm sorry. I'm our, so our TNA. <laughs> sorry. Really sorry. <laughs> I love the way that she says, why are people so negative? I'm so negative today. I hate today. people right I now. I hate people right now. Yeah. I don't like I don't like the show. I don't want to even be here. I do. I love the show. Of course, we're hypocritical. Yeah, I love Which show. was going to be one of my topics. Another topic I was going to bring up is uh, what do you put out there in the world? Okay, <laughs> what, what, what do you put out there in the world and what's, what can't you? And my, my son, I'll tell you where this spawns from. My son, Justin, uh, I had an article written in our local paper. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. You did? You put it on Facebook. Oh, I put it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yes, his point exactly. So I understand and I can hear when people have critiques or whatever. And he basically at dinner time last night, he goes, you know, Dad, you know, I'm getting teased. I go, what are you getting teased about? You know, I, I, of course, I get defensive. I go, what are you teased about? It was picked in the paper. You know, <laughs> I was turned into some other guy picture the paper yeah. <laughs> and uh so uh he said yeah i know and he didn't really know and then i realized all the people that i've dealt with in my life so this other woman is also sitting there we're talking about her and her husband stuff and she heard a different perspective come out of me when i said this i said i didn't get happy in my life until i really got truthful and that truth includes other people I'm, i don't live like thoreau in on walden pond I live with other people and those experiences with those other people, that goes out to the universe, whether it's now social network or obviously I'm on television sometimes or radio or whatever, this forum, whatever the yeah. forum is. So this was a local newspaper. And Justin, we did a goofy photograph. It's so cute. I sent them like, oh, you saw it? Yeah. I sent them like seven, eight photographs and they chose this one of our family goofing around. Jackson, the three-year-old, sticking his tongue out. Jared's pretending to punch yeah. me in the chin. I'm doing a goofy face and Justin does cross eyes. Yeah. So he claims now that the whole school is like going up to him and going, hey, cross eyes, right? Yeah. Okay. So now, so now we're all like empathic with him, you know, saying, wow, that must be, you know, tough. But then again, though, the other side of me is going, but what's so bad about that? And that's the yeah. whole thing that that's the dichotomy that, you, that one lives with in the creative arts is what do you put out there? What offends people? Because then people are going to come up with their own boundaries. They're going to go, absolutely, you do not even mention my name. Yeah. You know, or or yeah. then you have my wife who there's zero off limits with her. Zero. Yeah. I could say anything. She's listening right now. 
She took a dump last night. It was unbelievable. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not kidding. Anybody, uh, <laughs> but she doesn't care. She yeah. doesn't care because she's going. You know, who cares? You know, we're we're all we're all human. We're all frail. And I think that's a big uh, problem I have, even with my own family, where I come from. It's all that hidden stuff, and yeah. it's like what looks good, and it's the image consciousness, and all of that. So I believe that he has a little bit uh, in him. Yeah. And he's going, no, you know, I, I, I want to be private. Mm -hmm. And then when I talked to him, though, and I bid, did share with the, the, the dinner table, I said, this honesty has really led to a much better place for me, is, is to talk about these things because we're all human. And then more people relate to you and more people laugh with you right. and the more people connect with you. And isn't that a better way to live than just hiding? Yeah. I think so. That's now, scary. I can't convince him of this, and I have to honor his feelings and listen to his feelings. So it is, it, it's, it's a tough one. I'd love people to call in and weigh on this. It's a 323-622-8623. That spells toad. We're at the toad hop network. 323-622-8623. So you're not one of those people that doesn't read the reviews because you can, you can take it. You read them and you can take it. No, I hardly ever read reviews. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. I could read reviews on the movie because I was only in the movie and wrote it and produced it, but that's okay. <laughs> but it, it, but it, it wasn't me. As opposed to the stand-up, uh, you know, that's much more me. It's much more personal. Yeah. You know, the one-man show, the books. Yeah, they're a little more personal, so the reviews. But even then, I, I really get it how people are chicken and cowards, and they hide behind the Internet. They hide behind, you know, that you can't see them. You can't respond to them. And it's like, who are you? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just out there doing what I do. As a matter of fact, I'm doing a service for people. Yeah, and, it and it's so free much a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay? It's free. If you pay money, you have a little more right, a little more right. You up your rights a little bit. But when it's free and you're putting it out on the Internet or you're putting Facebook comments, no. No, you really, you know, you can criticize all you want, but it's, it's um, you also sh should, I'm talking out loud now, you should subject yourself to criticism as well. Can you take it? Can you take it as much as you're dishing it out? Right, Very right. rarely can they. No. Yeah. Especially if we talk about politics. My God. Uh -oh. If people, oh, geez. <laughs> if you challenge someone's beliefs. I think this is the same thing with all belief systems. Is challenge someone's belief system. This is what's strange about religion to me is if you have so much faith, if that's faith is what you're based in. It's called faith-based. You should have faith that whatever I say doesn't matter. You should have faith that I'm going to hell. <laughs> yeah. You know, you should have faith that it's all going to be in divine order. That's your faith, if you indeed have faith. If I say to you that your religion is full of it or whatever it is, why would that bother you if you have so much faith? My belief is that they don't <laughs> and that they're, that they're whistling in the dark and they realize if they really looked at a lot of religion, is it's like a gang. Yeah. It's like a gang and it's like power in the gang and you get the gang leader. You know, and, and and the leader's telling you what to do, and you have to believe it because you fear for your life. And that's the thing is, it's all based. It's so much, so much of it's based on fear and just blind belief. You have to believe that these things actually took place. I would. So, so did you ever see the movie uh, uh, Mia Culpa? Did you see this? It's a new no. documentary. Mm -mm. Wow, friend. Maximum Dia, Maximum Dia, Mia Culpa. It's called. It's on HBO. It's a okay. it's a documentary about, and it's really personal to me because. Uh, you know, I was kidnapped and taken away by this pedophile. I think that and means my fault, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And but it's like you know, I'm responsible for this. 
but the Catholic Church will not be responsible for all of these kids that are uh, molested. Yeah. One of the scenes is that they finally, after spending millions of dollars in lawyers and everything else, finally a couple, like a cardinal went, yeah, we didn't handle it so well. Not a word about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Not a word about these victims. And it's pathological. So they had this one dude. This, this was the heavy moment for me in the movie. So they, they have these, it was at a deaf school. So the kids can't speak for themselves. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, isn't that horrible? I get chills talking about it. So there's this priest. I think his name's Walker. I can't remember. But so this priest in the 60s, it was, he was a serial pedophile. They would see him, this dark figure, walking into the room, and they knew they were going to get it. And they, could, they couldn't speak out, and no one could hear them. And then they didn't have – and he made sure it was only the kids that had hearing parents that didn't understand sign. So they oh. couldn't even tell their parents. Oh, that's wow. evil. Oh, evil, that's evil, yeah. evil. Yeah. And the guy was never, and they kept running him up the, nothing would ever happen to the guy. They had literally gave him a retirement cabin in the woods. Package. So they gave him a retirement package. <laughs> yeah. And in the package. He's in Florida right now. <laughs> it was Wisconsin, but he's got his, you know, he can fish for the walleye or do whatever hell he wants there in Wisconsin. He's got his own cabin. And in part of the retirement package is they gave him this woman that worked for the church. Now, this woman to me represents what's wrong with ultra-religious people that do not take, a, a, do not question, just do blind faith and blind belief in whatever, you know, mandates are going on, whatever. It's a, don't they understand, it's a patriarchal thing, and they're making yeah. male decisions for females and everything else, right. but no one steps back. So anyway, this woman, she represented, like, that ignorance that I'm talking about. Yeah. So this deaf guy, he goes up with two of his guys all three were molested in the 60s and 70s by this guy and they found him wow. and they're going you know and they, here he is and he's got his name on the you know on the sign and okay and they go up to the cabin and they confront the guy wow he walks away basically going you know he's doing they're all doing sign language it's over you oh, know it's over geez. he's going it's over get over it he's basically telling these guys who are all molested serial molested and he's going to get over it and then the woman comes out the housekeeper who knew them when they were kids and all she kept repeating and vehemently looking him in the eye. And she goes, you Catholic, Are you Catholic. She kept saying this to the guy, like guilting him, going, you, Catholic, Catholicism comes ahead of you. Oh, wow. And he kept going, it's not religion, it's jail. He needs to go to jail. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm not. Oh, my I'm God, not, I, I love that you're doing I that know. voice. I'm just, look, I do impressions. Yeah. <laughs> I might be doing a deaf person right now and trying to sign it, but <laughs> radio worth watching. I'm, 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 this is radio worth. I'm probably way off on my signing. But she, did do the, she did keep pointing at him, go Catholic, and then I'm going, oh my god! I know it's. I sound like an idiot, but, but what am I going to do? I'm trying to give an impression and give great. you the story. It's good. It's good. I'm, it's good. Okay. He's working on new impressions, anyways. I think that this is one you can bring into your act. Have you guys ever seen the Catholic housekeeper? I have her down there. <laughs> Is she deaf too? She's deaf too. And she's signing to the guy. She keeps saying it to him because she's guilting him. Like religions do, they guilt you for saying anything against the hierarchy, the hierarchy that they that's what they're doing. That's what religions do. That's how they keep insulated from the outside world. This this Pope, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he if he retired for that reason because Absolutely. he's nailed i Absolutely. mean he's nailed no pun intended with the nails but i <laughs> but i mean he's nailed i mean he was part of this conspiracy it's a it goes all the way to the top Oof. 
And this is a great documentary, by the way. Now, me, as a victim of child abuse, I'm, I'm actually watching this completely em having compassion and empathy for these victims, whereas other people are watching it. I know they are, who are religious going, ah, look at them, they're, they're just making it up. People do that yeah. with victims, they're making it up. Ah, shut up with your story. Like you have an agenda. You know, I, 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 I said uh, in a blog one time, I said, you know, about the Jerry Sandusky thing at Penn State, also a patriarchal thing, a system. Oh, I don't want to go Joe Pa. He's like a, you know, look, I think Joe Pa was amazing, all the things that he did. But if he had anything, anything to do with the cover up, if he turned his head, no, no, you, you have to speak about it. You have, to. you have to, even if you think that he's a wonderful man. And he is. He's done amazing things. Mm -hmm. And so has the Catholic Church done amazing things. That does not mean you turn your head to these victims. Right. Just be, it doesn't, it, it's not like a, some false equivalency here. You, you, don't, you don't get to do that. No, that's a crime. And that's what this guy kept trying to say. So this woman, he goes, it's a crime. He should, I don't want to do the crime. <laughs> <laughs> But I, what I was saying in the, you know, because I've had crit criticism as well, you know, talking about this. Yeah, and call us if you want. I mean, this is, a, you know, it's a, it could be a heavy topic or we could do deaf impressions and make it light. 323 622 Make it light. <laughs> or we could put, put on religious music. You, my son. I, I love the way they go to confession. It's like, I like to confess that uh, you on the other side of the booth... You diddled me last night. Oh, no. <laughs> this is such a hard topic. This it is, is isn't it? Yeah, it's a rough topic. I feel creepy topic. for playing the church music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel creepy, a whole visual, a whole bit that I was going to do, motivated by your music. I had a whole thing I was going to do with a confessional. and a, We were founded in 19... Oh, that's screen. someone talking. Never mind. What was that Morgan Freeman? I don't know. <laughs> in 1966, we were founded the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. March of the Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> we have a call. Oh, good. Who knows what this will be about? It's a very familiar area code. We need a call screener here. Hello. Hello. This is Suzanne in Nebraska. Hi, Suzanne in Nebraska. And are you having a good day today? Well, it's starting a blizzard out here, and I have to go to work at 5 o'clock, so probably not so much after a while. Hmm. But you have us. Yay. <laughs> You have us and uh, these heavy topics that we sometimes wander into, but that's, you know, look, we're being of service to the world here. We share our experience, and, and Sarah shares her laugh with all of us at a three-decibel level. I'm backing up. Do you see that? So, <laughs> Suzanne, um, now uh, you're calling about, uh, we have a couple topics out there. Well, I'm a converted Catholic who was converted when I married my late husband, Mm -hmm. 14, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. To or from? And I didn't agree with how the church covered up things when I was younger and heard about it when I was not Catholic. Mm. And I still don't agree with it. And I am completely in agreement with your thought on Joe Paterno. Yeah. If he knew something about that, he should have spoke up, as well as the elders and the higher-ups in the Catholic Church. That has always bothered me. But I try and do the good in the world that I can, and I hope that the, that you don't label all Catholics as wanting to cover up what has been wrong. Because well, certainly not. That nor, nor would I label all Penn State alumni, or nor would I label oh, uh, you no. know all the people that covered up uh, the, the guy that did was with me. You know, kidnapped me. I mean, I, I, you know, listen. 
We're all complicit in it, though, if we don't do anything about it. That's that's it. So it's oh, not exactly. the it's not the mass label. I mean, the government is constantly covering up. Please, I mean, it's in this patriarchal society that we live in. Look at how about all the guys that voted against protecting women? How, how many yeah, guys last crazy. week voted? I mean, how can you actually walk and you know, check off that box and go? Yeah, violence against women. No, 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 not that important. I'm not sure what happened. Violence Against Women Act. That's what it's called, Violence Against Women Act. Okay? Yeah. Are you talking about the guy over in Colorado that doesn't think that women should uh, carry weapons on college campuses to protect themselves from being raped? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the government. We have congressmen that we elected. I mean, I'm talking famous ones like Rubio. Rubio does the big speech, walks into another room and goes, I'm voting against the women for violence. Now, I have no idea. And that, by the way, has nothing to do with my political beliefs. So don't get all up in arms going, you freaking Democrat, you freaking liberal. No, I'm saying that I don't care who. It could have been the Whig Party that voted for this. (laughs) You'd be an idiot. I don't care what party you're with. That man who did the vote, of which there were over 50 of them, why in the world would you do that? Yeah. That's that's what I don't understand is is it's the blind faith of whatever it is, whether it's your political party, your religion, whatever it is. They say don't talk about those things and I have a feeling I know why we're not talking about it because you're afraid to talk well, about it. You're afraid to be honest and out of denial on what really is taking place. That's what I think. You look at that you look at that situation and you look at a lot of these situations where I don't care if it's somebody in politics, somebody in charge of an athletic department, or Mm -hmm. what have you. Especially with the politics. They go along with the party because they don't want to, quote, cause waves and actually do the right thing. And say, hey, what's going on isn't right. And they want to just go along and be in the, I don't know, the clique. You know, in the high school cliques, you always went along with the clique. You wanted to be cool. You wanted to be the you go, party. You, yeah, you go you along with it. Yeah. And you don't want to go against the grain. And also, uh, cliques mean money for people, too. It means money and power exactly. because there's more power in a clique and there's more money in it. And that's what lobbyists are all about. And that's a big difficulty. Listen, I applaud, oh, you, for, I applaud you for having the courage. We have to take a break and I have to pee. Woo. Sorry for sharing that with you, Suzanne. But it was great to hear from you. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, managing the, the Thanks, blizzard. Craig. Um, Thanks for the laughs. I appreciate it. You got it. it. I, not a lot of laughs this morning, but what are you gonna <laughs> what, what, this afternoon. What are you going to do? Thank you have so a much. Good one. Why am I in charge of this stuff? I have to tang the. I have to do the phones. Come on, I'm not. This is not my forte. I'm, I'm just an opinionated man. <laughs> what a laugh. Uh, Christian Mioli is going to be our guest today. Christian Mioli is, I don't even know how to describe him, except for you've seen him in a lot of movies and television shows. He used to be a regular on Nash Bridges. Now, are there Nash Bridges fans out there? (laughs) Get ready. Get ready, because the (laughs) boss is coming. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphone, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. 
Hey, Total Blisters, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast Wednesdays, 4 to 6 Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got You Got Not the Fuck Out, Bonehead of the Week. Check us out on Total Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live, totopnetwork.com, or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Feeling down, depressed, just don't feel like getting out of the house anymore? We'll do it anyway. Sounds like it's time. Ticketstime.com, that is. Ticketstime.com has tickets for sports, concerts, and theater just waiting for you to buy. Did your favorite concert sell out? We have tickets at Ticketstime.com. Did you miss your favorite team's last game? Don't miss the next one. Log on to Ticketstime.com. Is there a play you've been dying to see but haven't had the time? Well, make the time at Ticketstime.com. Everyone needs some relaxation time, so remember to make some time at Ticketstime.com. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Who was that, uh, Joel? That was Feist. The song was How Come You Never Go There. That was two in a row from Feist. Feist. Yeah. I like Feist. Feist is who I'm featuring today. Mm -hmm. I know why. Why? They're one letter away from Geist. <laughs> <laughs> it is what caught you know, my eye the look, first time I saw the I, I, was like, I am very suspicious of patriarchs, and you are one of them, okay? So I know that's the reason. That's the conspiracy reason. It's Geist Feist. <laughs> I know that. 
Yeah. As we were talking about earlier, you know, you you have to you have to challenge the system. I'm challenging Joel that the reason he likes Feist is just (laughs) listen. I love the band Moonmaker. Moonmaker. You never heard of Moonmaker? No. Is that a thing? I I love sweat. (laughs) Hey, we've had some comments on our Laugh It Off podcast Facebook page. Do we really? Yeah. Yeah, Let's encourage uh, people to go there. Paul says, I like Sarah's laugh. I love Sarah Sweet's laugh. It's one of the things that makes her beautiful. Oh, now people are going to criticize that. We also have Scott Miller. <laughs> We're so sensitive. <laughs> Just read it for God's sake. Scott Miller, if Sarah's going to be behave, if Sarah's going to behave this honor today, she could at least wear something black tight and patent leather with a caddo nail, nine tails to crack. I loved I loved every single thing about the show until today. Joel's dye job is too much. Oh, Scott. I like it. Everyone has a critique. <laughs> That's how it rolls. And of course, yeah. we can all laugh at other people's critiques. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went fishing, by the way, with my two of my kids. Which ones? Uh, I went with the three-year-old and the eight-year-old, Jared and Jackson. Uh, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, I had not uh, done this before, yeah. and I wasn't sure whether to do it because Daddy likes to look good. <laughs> and uh, fishing, I'm not so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? First of all, I'm not lucky with fishing. Yeah. Not my thing. I always wonder, like, who makes a good fisherman? I always go, hey, how many did you get? Like he's like, you know, like he has some fish call. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing different? Yeah. What do they, what do they do? Why is someone a better fisherman? Was you can call us at any fishing? time, by the way. No, it wasn't. Now that I can see. That's a skill. That's a right? skill. Yeah. You, you know, and you do all that and you hope that they... But you still have to have the fish. It's just like gamblers. You have to have, if you have 22, you're not winning, okay? Yeah. And you might get it. So why is it that some people think I'm a great gambler, I'm a great fisherman? No, these are luck things. Yeah. At least I think they are. And I've had bad luck my whole life since I was losing lures in the trees <laughs> when I was a kid. I was just not very good at it. And I couldn't afford it. So I had to go steal someone else's lure and put it on there. And I never had that. And I was getting night crawlers, and I do everything right. Yeah. So I thought I was doing it well, and I wasn't wasn't a good fisherman. So what I did this time, I guarded my options. What you do? I went to a place. No. What? No, you Were they didn't. Stuck? Huh? <laughs> what? You're, you you went to buy a, fish? a barrel of fish place. Basically, it was shooting fish. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to look good for my kids. <laughs> you think I wanted them to see loser dad that can't catch a fish? My One of my worst memories of my life was fishing with my father, and I couldn't catch a fish. I remember I hadn't seen him in years, and he picks me up at the airport, and we're going on a fishing trip. And it was like, okay, now ninth, it'll bring back ninth grade memories. When I was in ninth grade, I caught a shark. And it was like the most exciting thing ever, and we ate it for the whole summer. Oh my god! And my father started a shark, <laughs> a shark? business. Yes, because of my shark catch, and that was the one moment I bonded. And I reeled it in, and they shot it with a shotgun, and they—I'd never forget that. Oh big, my god! It was an amazing moment. And the thing, by the way, they gutted it, and you could still touch it. And it had so many nerves, it was still f- flipping and flopping with no guts in it. What kind of shark? Uh, it was a uh, mako, I think. Is that from Jaws? That kind of shark? It was a big ass shark. No, that's a great white. I wasn't okay. catching any great whites. That would have been impressive. That, that would have been. <laughs> me and my dad showing our scars on the boat. <laughs> you see this one right here is from the appendix. I hard. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of pirates out there. No, I, I really, we were out hunting for shark, or not hunting. See, I don't even know the terms. <laughs> I don't even know the terms. I'm trying to be a guy. 
And I would try to be a guy with my dad. And I visited him one summer, and that was the one thing we caught. And we caught deep sea is easier though. Yeah. Deep sea is easy because it's basically it it's all up to shark? the captain. The captain has. Let's not get into. <laughs> pa- endangered. Oh, here comes Greenpeace. <laughs> here comes Greenpeace over here. She's gonna. She's gonna have me arrested. Was it in danger? What kind of shark what was it? I thought shark? she was just asking out of curiosity because she <laughs> watched the Discovery Channel. But she's got an agenda, Pete, over here. Do sharks taste good? That's my other question. Let me tell you something. Yeah. We, we chopped it up into steaks, and you dipped it in butter. That's what mm, we do in Philadelphia. Look, anything in butter. I could put my I could put my uh, my Kids belly finger. button lint <laughs> yeah. in butter, and it tastes like butter. It's delicious. <laughs> I love butter. Butter's good. So we had. I will never forget this. My father, Mister Entrepreneur. And he did want to bond with me. He did have that that element of him that was part of him was saying, you know, he's a selfish guy. Never lived with him, but he but he also <laughs> he did and never paid child support. But now uh, <laughs> he did, and he never said he loved me. But he still <laughs> he still at the end of the day wanted some sort of father and son take over the business thing, whatever business it was. Sure. Was it was bras converting cesspools to sewers? Mules, uh, fuller brushes. So he went through all of these things. These were his businesses. He's an artistic entrepreneur. So creative. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say creative or artistic. No. That, I mean, but I those mean, are very like, the sewers, Sarah. That's I mean, a shit job. If you ever to had bras, to mules. I mean, that's yeah. like an vitamins, out of the box thinker. Vitamins before vitamins were popular. Yeah. Bras when they were burning them. Yeah, yeah. he's very <laughs> very smart man. Swims against the current. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so uh, this is a true story. I, I, I was like, I'm so excited we went out for the First, we went out for drumfish, which I don't know if this was some myth. Please Google it. I never have to this day. They're called drumfish. And we were, we just let the boat float in the middle of the ocean. And we listen for drumming. Because they go like this on your boat? No. <laughs> they don't pull a jimbo. <laughs> no, they bang their heads. The drumfish bang their heads together, and you hear. That yeah. sounds like an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and catch some drumfish. You knew my father was passing. No, no, aggressive. there's a drumfish. It's a I know there's a drumfish, drumfish. and they, their heads are flat. Now, there's actually there's no question there's a drumfish. Whether our methodology was correct, I don't know. I remember sitting on the boat listening for them pounding their heads together. Can we find that out? It's like waiting for catfish to meow. <laughs> well, there was a snipe. There was snipe hunting when I was in college. Now oh, that yeah, was a myth, a, yeah. and you know what that is. Yeah. No. Oh, good. You want to go <laughs> snipe hunting, Sarah? No, I, I, it's I'm, really fun. That, what you guys just tell me? How about we all go together? How about the no. whole, our whole show goes together? We and, can go. And you can be the one who actually brings them over to us. You can be the one that, that flushes them out of the woods. Sarah. I've seen Parent Trap, you guys. I know what kind of joke this is. I'm I just don't know what one. it is. Joel, <laughs> what is it? Joel, the codependent. What is it, Joel? He's having a Cody meltdown over you. there. I Joel, what is it? What's 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 snipe hunting or it's snipe a whatever? good time you go and you it's hunt Parent these. Trap, just like you said. Okay. Yeah, with that. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm thinking now that the drumfish was uh, they were pulling the wool over this ninth grader's eyes. Yeah. Is that true? Did you look it up on Google? Uh, I'm still do they pound? pound That's I thought I heard the pounding, but anyway, we didn't we didn't really That's do well. That's a different with the kind drum. of drumming. So we did. It was my father in one of his harem. Mm-hmm. So my father. Uh, we, so I catch this shark. <laughs> I'm sorry. So and so you realize that this is <clears throat> like this is the father son moment that one looks for without a father. Like here I'm reeling it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first I'm going, eh, it's a trash 
can or something. You know, I had no idea it was really going to be a shark, which we were intending to get. And suddenly I'm real, and I'm talking, you have to use every muscle. Yeah. Other people are helping you. They're putting water on the, on the fishing line because it's so hot. You know, it's just this whole thing going on. And then you see up at the water. <laughs> you see what you saw in Jaws. You see the Jaws yeah. are coming up and basically going, get me off this line. <laughs> and, so yeah. and you're going, whoa, yeah. this is real now. What kind of hook did you have? To giant do? hook, giant. a giant hook, giant bait. How and, big was oh, it, and you the put, shark? You put chum in the water. You know what chum no. is? Chum is, uh, it's bloody it's fish parts. Nasty. It's bloody fish parts. Okay. Because they're attracted to blood. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm like looking for their nose. I go, how do they smell so good? My nose is bigger than theirs. They have no nostrils. <laughs> they have these tiny little nostrils, but they can smell forever. Yeah. The shark. So they come around, and then mm. you, and uh, so I got it. And then this is the part I didn't realize they do. They shoot it between the eyes with a shotgun. They shoot it before yeah. it gets up into the thing. And then they call it gaffing, and they gaff it. They pull this thing up, and, man, he's flipping around. They said, don't even get close to him because they'll, his, they'll flip your legs off. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going, okay. I was, like, in the middle of puberty at the time. <laughs> How big was it? Oh, it was a big one. Like, show me in your hands. I can't. <laughs> I show you in my whole body. How oh, many pounds? Really? How many pounds do you remember? Uh, yeah, I do. It wasn't that heavy. <laughs> okay. A 10 pounder? No, no, no. 15? No, it was 135 pounds. That's bigger than me. Okay. Yeah. I caught Sarah with yeah. Jaws. Okay. Yeah. What, what a did, laugh he be... had. What a laugh it had. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll make it even worse if I imitate your yeah, laugh. Please try. Please try. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm in the mood There's for no that today. There's no effing way. I'm Don't do it. Not uh, today. I'm in the mood for that today. Show me. You forgot to tell the audience, and I'm close to my period. I'm pissed off. Okay. So anyway. All right. All right. All right. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I reel this in, and now we have this bonding moment with my father. And it's like, we did this together, and then we eat it. Mm. And that made it even, and this is a quote. He's eating it like, mm, mm, mm good meat. <laughs> That's how he talks. Mm, good meat. Mm, good. You know what? We should have shark excursions. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know what? I do love you. <laughs> that would be a nice end of the movie, Sarah. Yeah. That ain't going to happen in this rewrite. lifetime. Yeah, you can. Yeah. He will rewrite any of the I love yous. So will my mom. We'll get to that later. Anyway, so he says, good meat. He goes, you know what? Uh, I saw a deal. He's always finding deals. He's always having these magazines and stuff. That sounds familiar. Joel, you still looking for drumfish? Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me it's the truth. So I don't have one more resentment of my father for having me out there Eerie listening for drumming fish. Haunt some Cape residents. Well, it, it, yeah, the same, it, fish make some kind of weird thumping sound. Oh! It's, it's true. He, he wasn't playing me. Yeah. Uh, he just went up in my book a little bit. <laughs> so, so anyway, I uh, thank you, Joel, for that research. Now... So he's – I'm not kidding you. He pulls out a magazine from, like, World War II, these World War II landing crafts. Uh-huh. You know those things from Saving Private Ryan with the – they only carry men, and then they have the doors that open. Yeah. They come from the big ship, but then they, yeah. they, they have these, these landing crafts, they're called. So they open up. They're only – it's a shell and a little motor at the, in the back, uh -huh. and you steer this thing with a bunch of dudes in it. He goes, uh, look at this. 
I can get a deal on landing craft. Yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, we'll make shark boats out of them. You repair the bullet holes as good as new. <laughs> oh, man. I swear to God. He oh got a God. deal on the ones that were used in the invasion, uh, you know, Normandy invasion. Oh, wow. He gets a deal. You think so those would actually yeah, be worth something. something. No, How they're worthless. On Come on, it's Normandy. No, it, 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 then it didn't matter, though. It's like the mid-'70s, people are smoking pot, doing quaaludes and stuff. They yeah. don't care about Normandy then. In they're in Vietnam. Yeah. They're trying to get out of Vietnam. That's when we got war. out. Yeah. So, so, so now you go, mm, good. We'll go down and buy some of these, and your sister will run the bait shop. <laughs> He's got a whole plan now, the oh, shoemakers. family business. The family business, the <laughs> shark business. And yeah. it sure beat what we were doing that summer. Which was? He gave me a little mini shovel, like he sawed off the handle and said, "Get under that thing," and it was it was a, it was this place called Village Green in Cape May, New Jersey. I had to I had to dig a tunnel like the Great Escape and meet him on a lawn chair because I was trying to connect the cesspool with the sewer. I did all the sewage, wow. I did all the underground sewage like a like a mole. This is how I spent my summer. So the sharks were a welcome excursion. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sunlight. He can be dreamlike all he wants, but it beat be, be it connect. It stunk. Yeah. I was in swampland underneath houses with this shovel, and I'm trying to build this tunnel just to make my father say, "I love you." <laughs> so, <laughs> shovel it away. Maybe when I see daylight, he'll be there with a oh. beverage of my choice oh. and some cashews. He used to pay me in cashews. Maybe he'll throw in an "I love you" you with guys the cashews. Sound similar. Okay, cashews, paying in cashews. You would love to pay us with cashews, <laughs> right? No, there's some similarities. He likes deals. You keep deals. going, I will imitate your laugh oh. in a heartbeat. No, but we he likes what do you mean, deals. Um, what he do likes mean? deals. You love deals. You love saving money. And you don't, Sarah, judgment? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like say. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to connect the 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 connect. The, I love, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, keep going. I sound just like him? No, Look, not just like I him. Will, I will agree there are parts of me. We will get to those. Yeah. I will agree there are parts of me. Ileana's known me a very long time. Mm -hmm. She has seen the entrepreneurial efforts. Yeah. I have not sold bras, mules, or vitamins, or fuller brushes, or shark excursions. <laughs> but I have gone uh, off the path I of comedy. I think we've seen you electrocute yourself through something you were trying That's to sell right. here. I have to yeah. find that. You do this I have to find juice. that instrument again. You do yes. some juice. I do. You watches. Get, uh, shoes. Shoes. <laughs> Stop. It's like a carnival barker over here. I tried different things. Yeah. I, but, but so he's eating the meat. <laughs> and the next thing you know, the next thing you know, none of this story is exaggerated whatsoever. We end up in the Norfolk shipyard. A shipyard. Mm -hmm. We took uh, uh, tractor trailers, empty tractor trailers. We took a big cab, which kept, he had no inspection, so we kept getting pulled over every five seconds. And we also had to pull over to fix the thing. And I'm exhausted. I'm trying to be a good son. You know, I want him to think I'm tough and stuff. And I used to like take sandpaper in my hands, so he said I had man hands. Yeah. And I would like sandpaper my hands and he'd go, shake, uh, shake. Whippy ass hands. I go okay. Shake them. Oh my down. So so and then and then if I be like, you know, I'd sleep. I was to drive to Virginia. We're being pulled over every five seconds. I'm in the, the gravel. I'm sleeping in the gravel on the bed of the truck on the bottom of the truck. And he's like, get up, you useless just tits on a bull. And, you know, and so I'm, I'm oh, trying wow. to be a man. Oh, so we get guy. to the shipyard. Not kidding you. He sleeps in the bed of the cab. 
I don't have a bed. Guess where I slept? Where? A guy that he just met. I slept in the back of his car while the guy slept in the front of his car that he's making deals with. So this big fat guy snoring, and I'm trying to get out because I can't sleep. I'm in the back of this man's car. I just met him. He's stunk. He's fat. And I'm pulling the window down, trying to, and so I crawled out and slept underneath of the car because it was raining in the shipyard. So we get the, we get these wow. things. This is a sad story. Is dude. it really? Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. No wonder why you don't feel safe. I was trying to get inspirational with this story. Yeah, keep going. Let's see if we get there. <laughs> Where's the happy ending? Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Jeez, you you twittering kids, you want to get right to the ending? Yeah, make us feel better. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Drumfish. That's what I heard. I knew it. All right. My father was not pulling tomfoolery. <laughs> I knew I was, I never caught a drumfish, but I did get the shark. Yeah. So now we towed two of these things back to New Jersey, where my father bought a beach, and it was like this decrepit beach with, you needed a machete. There's these things called horseshoe crabs, which are literally from prehistoric times, <laughs> these ugly horseshoe crabs with cars and everything. And we finally get there, and he's got it all, six of these things, these landing crafts. It looked like the invasion of Tarawa, and he's like, there you go. You're going to run the shark business. I'm going, wait a minute, i got to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a nice little trip I had here with you, but uh, I got... I got football. I, I got to go try to be a cougar. I got I got I got I got stuff to do. Are you kidding me? So uh, he said, "Come on, move down here." You, you know, oh, no. he wanted me to move down the shore with him and run the shark boats. And, That's hard uh, to say no, right? When your dad says, "Move down here, come be with me." It was. Yeah. It was the one time my mom she actually came down and got me. And she convinced me to come back home. Yeah. Because I actually was thinking about it. You know, the father and son bond, and I could start over yeah. in life. I could be the shark king. Yeah. <laughs> the prince. We all have dreams. Yeah. yeah little did I know he'd someday he would quit that. Uh, by the way, somebody uh, completely vandalized all of the uh, landing crafts, and uh. they set them out to sea. <laughs> Oh. Not a single shark was caught. Oh, it God. does have a sad ending. Oh. And then, he got, and then he got in the mule business. Oh, good Lord. What I was getting to is I then fly back from here. And now I am the, you know, the Mr. Comedian. I'm on television and stuff. I'm going to buy with my father. We're going to fish together. And this is what I was talking about earlier is I went fishing with him in Cape May again. Yeah. We're back in Cape May. All these feelings are coming up for me. You know what I caught that day? We went on a little thing, and I just remember sitting there looking at my pops, you know, thinking, what do I say? How do I bond with him? You know, it's been years since we talked. You know, there's two men fishing. You're supposed to love this. In the meantime, I'm going, I don't love this at all. I don't understand this whole fishing thing. And I'm going, do you pray? You know, what do you do? Where's Jesus when you need him? Turning loaves into fishes? <laughs> Whatever you do. I need magic here. Yeah. Because I want to prove to my father that I can catch a fish. Huh. I got one. What kind? I'm reeling it in. I'm going, oh, my God, I'm going to get approval. We're going to do this uh -oh. thing. We're going to do uh -oh. this again. I swear to God. And I look, a crab. It's a crab. Oh. <laughs> not only that, it was a pregnant crab. Couldn't even keep the crab. Oh. You're not allowed to keep pregnant crabs. They had the big eggs on there. Yeah. Throw it back. And, I was, and meanwhile, he's reeling them in. I'm going, is it the side of the boat that he's on? How does he know how to catch a fish? <laughs> Why is he catching the fish? So back to this past, uh, this, past this week. I took my kids to Troutdale. Yeah, okay? that's what it's called. It's called Troutdale. Bucket of fish. Oh, believe me, 
no exaggeration, Jared, eight years old, I am putting the bait on the younger one's hook as Jared is already reeling one in. Oh, wow. It was in the water, in the water. He said, Dad, I think I got one. You don't have one that fast. And I'm, I'm going, wait a minute. <laughs> he reels it in 14 inches. He pulls in a trout, oh, eight wow. years old. It's, it's like within seconds. And then the three-year-old, oh, I got one too. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of the place. I know. <laughs> I know. But here's what I didn't understand. I'm, you know me, I love to save a buck. Yeah. I'm going, well, I'm catching fish here. And they're going, oh, they're edible. I go, you know, that's great. Yeah. Edible. Yeah. And then they said, and you have to keep them. Sure. No problem. I'll start liking trout. I'm going to look up. I'm looking up recipes while they're fishing. Trout amandine. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for it. It's 10 bucks a fish. Yeah, you pay oh. for those fish. Yeah, so you go to freaking Costco. Yeah. Plus, you pay the entrance fee, and I got to pay for the corn, and the guy to come over that pulls the hook out, because I wasn't doing it. Yeah. I'll only go so far with looking like a man for my kids. I ain't putting on my finger in that Freaking fish mouth. It's, it's a grocery store, out. those stocked places, except yeah. the, the groceries are underwater. It's <laughs> really different. So, Joel, you apparently have I've knowledge done, of this. I've done this, yeah. As a bonding kid, with your dad? It was a family camping trip. Everything that went wrong could go wrong, and one of them was the fish place. What was wrong? Sounds uh, like you caught a lot of fish, though. No, we, well, my, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bait the thing. So, yeah. my dad and I, I got in kind of an argument about it. And then they brought like corn was like an alternative. That's bait. what we used, yeah. Because <clears throat> you could have like live bait. Yeah. It turns out you didn't need it. You could just have these corn things. The, the live bait great. was completely just for effect. Absolutely. You felt like you were really fishing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so I didn't have fun because I didn't want to hook the thing. And then it turned into like you know just a. Oh yeah. See, I had the three year old was yeah. backing off too. He's going whoa. You know, I remember. You know, he's playing with like plastic fish at home. Nemo. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. You know, Nemo, Nemo the cartoon. Friend. Oh, yeah. Nemo's his friend, and suddenly Nemo's flipping around for his life. Yeah. With the with the with the <laughs> yeah. bloody mouth. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's real. So the three-year-old backed off after his first fish. But Jared, he caught five fish. He said, oof. He had $50. <laughs> That's expensive. $64. Wow. I had him clean, too. You think I'm cleaning these things, <laughs> too? I wouldn't clean them. I did take a couple hooks out. I wore gloves. I wore gardening oh gloves. What a jerk off. <laughs> I'm there with my gardening gloves. <laughs> And meanwhile, they wouldn't help me at all. I'm hoping they'd give me some bonding. Jared, like, backed off. He's only into catching and reeling and casting. Yeah. But when it comes to anything else, I had to do it. Sure. And I'm like, and I, by the way, I hooked my fingers about six different times. Ouch, yeah. And he's like, Dad, that looks like it hurts. It's bleeding. I go, I know it's bleeding. I'm trying to act cold, pulling the hook out of my freaking fingers. Uh. I don't get the whole fishing thing. But I'm happy that I did it. We have a real quick call. This is going to have to be a quickie because we're taking a break. This might even be our guest. It's from 818, and he's not here. Trish, Christian Mioli. Who's this? Hi, SB. Who's this? SB. Hey, SD? SB? Yes. SB. Yes. What's happening? We, we only have a few seconds. Well, I'm listening to the fishing show, and I just want to say, Craig, be careful, because when my ex-husband went out with my son, he ended up with a hook in his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to that part yet. <laughs> on vacation in the emergency room first facial oh. piercing oh, happened about 20 years ago oh my god hey listen I, I came close but I did not I was the only recipient of the hook 
That's a good thing. Well, you got to be careful. I hope you're enjoying the show. We have another 818 coming up uh, from your hood. Very much. Go for it. Thank you, darling. Uh, Christian Mioli's coming up. He's not here. Most of our guests arrive early. You would think my old friend would be the earliest of all of them. That's right. Strangers came earlier than this guy. Adam Carolla, who was late, showed up earlier than this guy. Uh, we're coming by, back. Christian Mioli is our guest, and we're talking about... We, by the way, we take your calls at any time, as you can see. Yeah. We have no screening process. You don't even have to stick Obviously. with the topic. We just like to hear from other people. As a matter of fact, call us with your laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. So we can criticize you. 323-622-8623. More of the Laugh It Off with Craig Shoemaker, Sarah Sweet, Joel Geist, who likes Feist, and <laughs> Ileana Rose. We're coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. Hey, Toadop listeners, what's going on? This is Christian Harloff. And I am Mark Ellis from Schmoes No. We are the only video reviewers accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. Look and now, you. Christian, Look somehow we got our own podcast on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We basically go back and forth. And we have a co-host, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. We talk movies. It's just kind of back and forth, regular people talking movies. We start talking movies at tangents into a number of different things. Sometimes yep. we ask for it, sometimes we don't. We take a lot of calls yep. from everybody in our uh, dutifully named city, Schmoville. Those are our fans. We have to take a lot of tweets. Yep. So make sure you check out the Schmoes No Movies podcast every Thursday night on the Toad Hop Network from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed. And if you miss it, go back, watch it on the ToadHopNetwork.com, download it on the audio from iTunes. Because, look, we see movies before a lot of people do, but we can tell you about them. If you like them, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. Tune your own horror there with our oh, press no, no, greetings. No, While you are at our site or you're on iTunes, yes. please leave a comment and rate the podcast. Make us number one because we need it. We have self-esteem issues. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, what's going on? This is Christian Harloff. And I am Mark Ellis from Schmoes No. We are the only video reviewers accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. Look and now, you. Christian, Look somehow we got our own podcast on the Toad Hop Network. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We basically go back and forth. And we have a co-host, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. We talk movies. It's just kind of back and forth, regular people talking movies. We start talking movies at tangents into a number of different things. Sometimes yep. we ask for it, sometimes we don't. We take a lot of calls yep. from everybody in our uh, dutifully named city, Schmoville. Those are our fans. 
Christmas. We'll take a lot of tweets. Yeah. So make sure you check out the Schmoes No Movies podcast every Thursday night on the Toad Hop Network from 8 to 10 p.m. Yes, indeed. And if you miss it, go back, watch it on the ToadHopNetwork.com, download it on the audio from iTunes. Because, look, we see movies before a lot of people do, but we can tell you about them <laughs> if you like them, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of stuff. Tune your own horror there with our oh, press screenings. No, no, While you are at our site or you're on iTunes, yes. please leave a comment and rate the podcast. Make us number one because we need it. We have self-esteem issues. Are you tired of leaving your home early in the morning to work a job where you feel disrespected, unappreciated, or even abused? Sick of taking orders from a power-tripping boss? If yes, then starting your own online business from home will enable you to change your way of life and choose your own schedule. Become your own boss and experience true freedom. Get free training and more details at www.earncashsecrets.com today. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered.
A lot of times we have guests in the past that have been friends. Did you do something to your hair in the break? Did you just what, go? Did to you my hair? Yeah. Did you flatten it down? No, I don't think so. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I just went and got some water. Oh, like Maybe that trip to the water, some wind came by in the hallway. <laughs> I have no idea, Sarah. <laughs> Wasn't where I was going, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's what improv is. I could keep going with you with the whole hair thing, but no, we have a guest that will not be like into it. it. Maybe he'll be yeah. into ripping on my yeah. hair. I know you have sensitive follicles, so. How <laughs> about what's underneath of the follicles is very sensitive as well. And you, by the way, Christian Jamioli, are one of the most sensitive people I've ever met. Oh. So let's not go there. My mother, put... my mother used to say, this, this is my quote from my mother. She loves her little racist things. She doesn't think that they're racist or, they're, or that, they're, uh, that they hurt people. Uh-huh. But she, Italians, she used to say, uh. Craig, Craig, the Italians can't take a joke about themselves. <laughs> never, ma never make a joke about the Italians. They'll have you killed. <laughs> Keep that the, advice. The Italians, they have something called a vendetta. <laughs> and they'll get a vendetta if you make fun of you. Never even tease the Italians. They don't like to be teased. And then, no sooner does she say this, the Joe Pesci character comes out in Goodfellas. Yeah. Am I a clown? Do I amuse you? <laughs> right? And I'm going, she's right. And then ever since she brought this theory up, I keep looking at my Italian friends, of which some of my best friends, my very best friend on the planet's Italian, sure enough, doesn't really like to be joked about. <laughs> then I run into Christian J. Mioli about 20 years ago at the premiere of Crimson Tide. Yes. And ever since then, we've been really close friends, but can't take a joke about him so no. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true about the ITAL? It's because he's an ITAL. An he's got a vendetta. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> I threatened you with the Maloiki for, uh, for not casting me in, uh. Oh, yeah. In uh, the... <laughs> no, that, was, that wasn't even making fun of the ITAL. No, ITALs. that was, that was straight I was, up. I produced this, you know, Totally Baked, the movie, and straight up, he gave me the, the Maloiki. Is that what they call it? Is that what you people call it? What's yep. that? What's a Maloiki? Oh, I cursed curse. that movie. He cursed he the movie. It. So, like, That's jihad why. or something? That's <laughs> why we doubled our budget. Because of Mioli. Mioli gave, I, I kept going, why are we over budget? They said it was because of special effects, <laughs> but I, little did I know, they, it was the Maloiki. It's the an Maloiki. unknown force from the north. <laughs> Of Italy. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Sicilian, he was so can mad because he, he was. Oh, it's even more powerful. Because I'm Sicilian, oh, but I can't. I won't mess with you. Yeah, oh. right. She, and she can't take a joke about it's herself. True. That part of her can't take a joke. But Italians wow. sometimes like to say us Sicilians aren't Italian because okay. they say we're the mutts. Well, I don't the care what you are. Somebody, somebody in Italy in that boot is very sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody within the, the confines of Italy. Apparently, my mom is correct. The eye towels don't like when you joke about it. Yeah. No. I bet you there's like one. The word I bet you there's one calling out. No, I bet you they don't like the word eye towel. It I'm, beats the other ones. Yeah, I'm okay with I won't even. I won't even say. Hello, who's this? Are you Italian? <laughs> is this Scott? <laughs> oh, it's it's a great laugh. <laughs> it's his laugh. Is this Scott? Hey, you were nagging. You were nagging for a laugh. There you go. Uh, Who is it? It's Scott. Yeah. Oh, hi, Scott. <laughs> hey, guys. I love Scott. I didn't recognize your fabulous laugh. You're not Italian at all, are you? 
I don't think I have any Italian in me. Well, that's because you're not sensitive. This is all right. Thank you, Scott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be sensitive. You hung up on me for God's sake. So I just want to give you a little background. Me, um, you totally hung up on him. I don't care. <laughs> He's not sensitive to it. He's a no. Long and if time. Scott wants a little Italian in him, please give him my phone number after the show. <laughs> so, most of the time, most of the time when we have guests on, I'll say, "Oh, they're a friend," and they are friends, you know. But this guy's like a like an old friend of mine. The way we met was we were at Crimson Tide, seeing a friend of ours was in this movie, Crimson Tide. Remember that movie? Crimson. Yeah, yeah you were one. <laughs> okay, yeah, going to remind us how old we are. By the way, Mioli opens up with talk about being sensitive. He goes, "Shoo, man." You're aging well. <laughs> Who says that to somebody? Sarah, I'm going to check in with a sensitive one. Was that a compliment? No. It wasn't. <laughs> no, it she wasn't even. You're even, aging well. You're no. aging well. I, I could be. I mean. Absolutely, it was a compliment. Because it's like you're aging. For a guy that can't take a joke, you went right after me. No. You're subjecting yourself to me coming right back at you, aging in a, one. In a good way. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to defend him because it's like you're aging. You are. You have to acknowledge that you, you are. You are too, Joel. Doing, I know, but like the only I'm not way. not covering up mine with blonde hair over here. The Goldilocks. <laughs> you're doing it gracefully. Oh. Are you guys the same age? Right, right around the same age. He will never admit his age. So don't you have a baby face. I yes. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Where'd you get that from? I was it, the junior of of our wolf pack. That's true. He was the junior of the wolf pack. We met. We were seeing another junior of the wolf pack who was big role in Crimson Tide. And I'm not kidding you. I will never forget this. I'm walking out of the place. He goes, "Hey, Philly." Yeah. And I turn around. I go, "Yeah." yeah. How'd you know? And he goes. The walk. Yeah. Oh, you're the one that yeah. pointed out the oh, walk. Oh, is that yeah. Northeastern caveman walk of his? <laughs> Shoulders hunched over. <laughs> wow. Just keep bringing it. That's when I was young and virile. No, And I was on. hunched over already. I, I immediately knew that guy's from Philly. Yeah, but from the walk. Yeah. And we've been friends ever since. Went to the Super Bowl together. Yeah. Uh, we went to the yeah. Super Bowl. We, we made a vow. It's a great story. We had a wolf pack. Uh, and we had a wolf of guys that watched the game. Mm -hmm. And every year we would not only watch the game, we do push-ups when they score. Oh, yeah. We pull out keys for key plays yeah. right, as if guys. we have something to yeah. do with the outcome, right? Like silver linings, the juju, we had the oh, keys. Yeah. It was all about that. That's yeah. why that was so cool in the yep. movie. That was us. Yes, okay? Absolutely. We all these little traditions. How dare you stand over there? Mm -hmm. Rookies, whoever was brand new to our wolf pack, you weren't allowed to call plays. Yeah. <laughs> you had to stay in your corner and be silent for a year Yeah. yeah, yeah we, until we let you in to say anything. Okay, you couldn't call the victory until the last tick. No. Right? Yeah. So we have all these yeah. things. Guess what? Not one of these idiots came with us to the Super Bowl. None. Except me and Mioli. They, they didn't step up. Because couldn't afford the tickets. Who cares? Whatever the it's damn reason It's not about the tickets. <laughs> it's not about the tickets. It's about a lifelong dream of wanting to see the Eagles. And I'm yeah. going to that Super Bowl. Hell or high water. Yeah, those pussies. Yeah. <laughs> so now, so Mioli shows up. And now Mioli is another one like me. Okay, yeah. Sarah? We are close with the dollar, okay? Got it. We, we look Got for it. bargains. Yep. Mioli, can you agree with any of this? I throw nickels around like manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. You don't get that? Manhole covers around. are not easy to Google throw. manhole covers. Manhole yeah. covers. <laughs> <laughs> What's a manhole cover? Seriously? What's a manhole yeah, what is it? Guys? Okay, Stop you know it. you know the thing that covers the sewer on the street, the giant, oh, the giant iron manholes? thing. 
So you don't fall through those. They're called, uh, yeah. Now you want to get the they're man-made holes. They're man-made holes. They're man-hole they're covers. The man them. makes the hole. If you want to be all, you know, yeah. uh, woman hole covers, whatever you want to call them, they're the covers. They're covers. iron. We're way off the joke in the story <laughs> yeah. now. Okay. But it's, I throw nickels around like manhole covers. It means he can't, he doesn't really, he's he got a tough time pulling out the nickel. So he, he can't throw a manhole cover. Because there's not, got it. Check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, Hi. Mioli. Thank you. We go and we have, you know, Mr. Deal. I got like a deal on a hotel, but it's like way out of town in Jacksonville. Yeah. So I then also had a media pass. You were you were covered. I didn't have a ticket. He didn't oh, have a ticket. I was and I was scalp. relying on the shoe man the to make yeah, to make it happen. Or and I was we, we started scrambling. I mean yeah. it was like not only scrambling. We were with the dregs of the earth. I had no <sighs> idea that that's what happened with when you see people at a game. I want to inform you of something. When they say tickets, yeah, like you know, the scalpers, yeah, it's the reverse of their sign. Right, Mioli? Absolutely. It's like it, life. It's like the reverse. Like if they say need tickets, they're asking you. They're saying they have tickets got to tickets. sell you, or they have tickets, or the reverse. If they yeah. say got tickets, that means they need tickets. It's like a whole thing. Oh, it's a whole ring, yeah. and it's underground, and it's ugly. And they have like a stock market thing where they're going, the price is up. Remember the kept price kept it going. Absolutely. They would report yeah. to you like where the price was, and me and him, brand new at this. We're like walking across a bridge to meet a guy in an apartment mm -hmm. with a code word and mm -hmm. everything else because he's now on the computer going, it's up to 1500 a ticket. And we're going, get him now. Yeah. Oh. Get him now. we got to score him now. By the time we walked across the bridge, they were down to 200 a ticket. So now we're trying to get rid of them. And you had to buy four. I had to buy four. Wow. Where are your buddies? Not with you. Not with us. So no. we, now, now we turn into the scalpers. Yeah, now we're, we're saying, got tickets, need tickets. <laughs> yeah. And the prices are dropping. As we're saying it, they're, they're dropping. They're going, how much? We're going, well, we heard we heard it's 900 They go, no, it's down to five. What? I just put this money out. And by the way, I did it because I'm codependent. I had my ticket. Thank you, Sean. But I wanted to be with my buddy Mioli. Thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to get the tickets. And all we wanted to do was get in. That was the whole Who's key. Who's playing? Which Super the Bowl? The Eagles against the Patriots yeah. in 04 in Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. So by the time we get back from the bridge, we finally sold them. Literally, like the last second. It was like a, a gift oh, from, I thank mean, God. unbelievable. Because it was, we were down like, now we're down. I was went from $0 it was costing me to $4,000. Yeah. Oh. I forked out $4,000. Yeah. Three arrogant Patriot fans just waltzed up. Yeah. And they were like, what do you got? And and they yeah. they gave Chu an Amex car. <laughs> and he, it's like he was like scratching it off. Uh, on his hand. I'd do anything. He, he like called it in. I, I didn't even blood. care. I don't at, that, <laughs> at that point, we weren't going to get $2 for them. Because yeah. now the price oh. is way down because it wasn't a popular game. $4,000. Because the Patriots has already been in the Super Bowl like five times in the last seven years, whatever it was. So it wasn't that popular. So now the price is way down. We're panicked. Yeah. So I'm just doing I've got my media pass. So then we get in, and now we want to sit wherever we want because I got my media pass. <laughs> We pretended that Mioli was my producer. Yeah, I was his producer. <laughs> I had some like Fakakta, like little yeah. recorder. Yeah, a little yeah. recorder. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we go a, up to people. Was, it was my little recorder. I put my comedy routines on. Yeah. And we told them we told them it was we were doing interviews. Yeah. So whenever we would get caught, Mioli would turn to the security guy and goes, We're doing a report on security. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden, the security guy's going, oh, okay. Yeah. And we're interviewing. We would be watching the game go, oh, yeah. go, 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 go. And then we turn to him and go, who's the worst fans, the Eagles or the Patriots? But that was like at a good seat, you know, yeah. it was like a good location. We were, I mean, the governor of Pennsylvania was right next to us. Well, we hung out with the governor, hung out with uh, Jay Moore and his good-looking girlfriend, who's you, now his wife. I, at that point, we sat with went, him in the front row. Shoe went on oh, his I, own. Oh, I abandoned you. You and went I, last row, I went front row. Yeah, and I was then on the last row, <laughs> all the way at the top. Oh, no. True. So uh, my binoculars were seeing Shoe. In the actual seats that we bought, he was in, and I went to the front row. Yeah. And watch for a little bit. It but was I had still worth it, though. Was it? Do I look back? I say it was worth it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't just for the experience. For the, no, to hang. With I did the shoe. it. Still had John McCain. Never say never. You're right. You're right. We, we met John the McCain. They came close. Sal Palantonio. I mean, yes, the good guys. No, no, Frank yeah. Caliendo. It's true. We saw Frank. That's right. I, I, they, remember they escorted again? him off the field. They That's were taking right. Frank Calendo to, to jail or whatever. Oh, the right? good old days. And we were five. And, and, yeah. and, and typical. Yeah, the impressionist. They were. They, he was on the field, and they were like, like had him cuffed or whatever. Yeah. And and, and Mioli's like, right out of. Uh, <laughs> Right out of dog day afternoon, yeah. free Frank. Yeah, he's trying to he's, <laughs> he's trying to hold protest. Free Frank, I got a media pass. So we we got away with it. But Mioli and I we we go we go way back. But the reason one of the topics I wanted to talk to you about Mioli sweat equity, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Two of Hugh's favorite words, actually three. Sweat equity, bro. <laughs> I'm going to take a break. <laughs> Mioli, you know, for a sensitive guy, you really bring the heat. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. We do. Here's what I want to talk about. You have, this, you have this big career. I remember him from the movie Alive. Anyone see the movie Alive? Where they, it was oh, a, a yeah. true story. One oh, of the, no. I actually read the, the book. I, not no. true. So I couldn't wait to see the movie, watch the movie, and it's about this actual, it's a real story. Yeah. Christian, what's the story about? Yeah, it's a story about the Uruguayan rugby team whose mm. plane crashed in the Andes Mountains, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and they had to eat eat each other. They had to eat the dead to survive. That's the wow. only way they could survive. It's an amazing, yeah, it's an amazing story. Yeah, film. and it's a true story. I read the book, and I wow. And so yeah. the film was a great movie, and it yeah. discovered a lot of actors. So who's in it? But uh, Mioli plays, uh, wah, wah. And, he, and, he, and he does an accent. He's the only one that commits to an accent. The rest of them, it's like, yeah, they're good looking. They get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need an accent. Ethan Hawke. Hence, I'm not good looking. I need the accent. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's all right. Glasses and hat cover it. Yeah. <laughs> You're aging well. Thank but, you. Uh, but, uh, no, <laughs> e but Ethan Hawke and, uh, you know, the, the chiseled guys. Yeah. But he commits to his character. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's yeah. like uh, he's like the Prince's Bride. Go, my name is Anino Montoya. <laughs> I prepared to die. My father he, prepared to die. He had that down. He yeah. was the guy. He was he was dying in the back of the plane. How I still remember his they character. Eat your character. Oh. oh, it's always that question, isn't it? Yeah. What are you? Were you an under five character? Were you a co-star? Under you five bites. My 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 general response is uh, I I I live till the end of the movie. And then I and then I die. And then they eat you. And then, but I, I had gangrene, so they probably didn't eat me. Probably not. 
<laughs> you did have gangrene. He had a leg a leg issue, right? Yeah, I had a leg issue in the movie. And that wow. was a true story, by the way. Your character? Did yeah. you research that character? Oh yeah, absolutely. We had the real survivors uh, on on the set of the really? film. And God, that's crazy. Yeah. How did they decide who goes first? Oh, they didn't. Yeah. Who's gonna you draw straws? But no, it's who died. Oh, it's who, who died, died naturally. Oh, I thought they had to kill them. They weren't shooting them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was like, hey, we, we're stranded and some, some of you got to go. And draw a straw? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, not how it worked. It was they were dying. As soon as they would die, carve them up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they were in the snow. They're they still alive. The Almost yeah. all these dudes oh. are still alive. Right? Oh, yeah. Do you stay in touch with any of them? You know, uh, I do on Facebook. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. They're and like, it's it's been 20 years since that film was released, wow. so it's, it's and amazing. it's been 40 years since it happened. 40 years since it happened, and uh, the movie was produced by the best in Hollywood, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who mm -hmm. now runs Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. She produced the film, and Frank Marshall directed it. He's you know he's producing uh, all the Born Identity movies, and mm -hmm. Bruce Cohen produced it. He he produced Silver Linings Playbook, and so he's was, just listing all the people that don't return his calls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. I, I wanted to talk. I'm hoping to you. they hear. This is what I wanted to uh, mention. Uh, I, I didn't even know how to introduce you today besides my friend and you know, he's an accomplished actor. He's done a number of things. He was a regular on Nash Bridges. I don't know if you recognize the boss. But uh, he's done a lot of things. But what I wanted to talk to you about is the shift that has taken place, not only within you consciously, but within your career as well. Yes. And how you and I grew up in Philadelphia. We dreamt of being movie stars, television stars, mm -hmm. and things like that. And mm -hmm. things have happened. Mm -hmm. That that's not going to happen for us. Mm -hmm. Are you are you down with that? Yeah, absolutely. Not going to be a star as you thought you would be. We're talking about connecting the dots of our destiny. Yeah, and 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 how do you connect those mm -hmm. dots? And that's what I wanted to talk about today. That's that was this, this the subject. That's a great topic. Yeah, I, I thought so because and this is a guy who I I was actually going to introduce him as an activist. Thank I would you. consider you an activist, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But you don't you don't grow up watching films and going, I want to be an activist. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? You don't, no, you're right. It's, it's like what sends you into that direction. Now, here's the first question I have is, were you propelled in that direction due to um, economics? Were you propelled from your heart? Were you propelled from something that happened, some uh, aha moment? Uh, when did you go in, into the direction of activist or uh, you know passionate uh, purveyor of art uh, in a whole other way I know you're a producer of, of content that's yeah. not necessarily the norm yeah uh, Cabaret Voltaire being an example of it what exactly did move you over there it was for purely uh, monetary and profit reasons <laughs> I, I actually thought that I could make a buck off these activists <laughs> And, uh, man, was I wrong. <laughs> it was 2000. Of all the answers he was going to say, I didn't think you it didn't was think wonderful. that was. I, I saw the sincere look. I thought he was, when I was listing the things, I thought he was going with my heart, Craig. That's the only way. And now he's going, these freaking activists, I thought I'd make some money. Why not? I no, I, I, I've, I've had. They don't the, have any money, the activists. I've always been fortunate to be able to see. Uh, uh, trends uh, and mm -hmm. forecast things that are coming uh, six to eighteen months ahead of time. So, serious, serious. Yeah, yeah. So he does. Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. I knew that uh, I could tell that we were going into war and uh, the Iraq War. You know, at the beginning of two thousand and three. And so I was with you on that one. Yeah. You know, um, 
Uh, I, I He's Nostromiolius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got the, I got the great idea. Yeah. To uh, at, at, it was at that time that the the popular uh, uh, car flags were on people's cars. Yeah. So I decided I was going to make a peace flag, a peace flag car flag. Way too ahead of your time. So well, <laughs> at, at the moment it was uh, felt like a great investment. So I actually I purchased five thousand peace flag car flags, <laughs> and um, and I went out and I hit the streets. <laughs> and at every at every activist event, he you wasn't know. popular with the wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Eagles fans aren't going. He's got peace flags. Bring him in, Mioli. Well, it was an amazing. So how did you do with that? Uh, uh, that a tank. Event? At that point, you know, I was, I was yeah. uh, one of them twenty bucks each. And it went it went down to just give me whatever you, you got. <laughs> it was just I got to get rid of them. It was like it was because because the peaceful people don't have any money. They don't have money. I didn't know that. occupy Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. You could sell them a tent. Yeah. You know, maybe. But no, no that, that, that's the problem with, no. with... Those peace flags could sell today. I don't think at the Sarah's time... Sarah's your partner. She's yeah. your new partner. That's why I think you're ahead of your time, because at the time, people wouldn't have wanted them in their cars. It was the American... People weren't ready to see the peace side of it. Now we are. Did you keep them? No, I got rid of all of them. All of them. Oh, yeah. for anything. But you know, the beauty of it is then I saw them in the LA Times, and I got to meet Jesse Jackson and hand him a peace flag, and and and... It suddenly it wasn't about the money anymore. It was yeah. about the message and just getting it out there. Yeah. Which I kind of I jumped on that wave and embraced and uh, wrote it off at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and they, it, was, yeah. it was a beautiful write off. Yeah. It was a deduction. <laughs> Signed it peace. No, you know, uh, I, 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 to answer your question um, earnestly, I'd say I was uh, just drawn. I've always been drawn to um, uh, artists and. Uh, Authors who are uh, challenging the status quo, yeah, and um, and have uh, like you an alternative an alternative theory an alternative answer. Mm -hmm. uh, I've I've I always um, uh, like to challenge, and, and it's philosophical in nature, but it's definitely drawn me to uh, to um, places like Pacifica Radio, where I've hosted a number of uh, radio shows and, there. And, and the problem is, though, there's not a lot of money in that because it's alternative thinking. It's not, it's not uh, you know, common thinking. It's the difference You're, between artists who, who, who strive for um, the, it's, it's a changing of three letters, uh, non and four. Mm -hmm. You know, where there's a, there's a philosophy of nonprofit where you're basically giving yourself to the endeavor and you're not supposed to earn, earn money. And uh, I know of a number of artists who, who struggle with that and mm -hmm. want to change those letters to F-O-R so they can at least, you know, earn a living doing, doing aspiring art. And, uh, totally. But it's, it's definitely a, a calling that I felt uh, just uh, I connected with and, and uh, have continued to uh, do events. You know, it's funny. I, recently in the past couple months have been kind of retrospective, looking at like, you know, what's my legacy and what's it going to say on my headstone if I even have one? And I would say that... Um, it would be nine paragraphs. <laughs> no, no, I'd say it would be a very simple statement that's, that would say, it wasn't about the money. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. Mine would just be a question mark. I, uh, we're going to have to talk about headstones. We're here with Christian Mioli. We have to take a break. And uh, Mioli and I, are we're going to talk about his new project, The Green Girl Project. It's a yes. new doc about the mysteriously sexy green girl from the original Star Trek. 
That's a pretty interesting uh, documentary. We want to hear more about that. Yeah. So Trekkies, geeks, yeah, maybe we're, this is going to appeal to you. We, and I would love to talk more about the shift of consciousness, of, of, of moving in a different direction in your life, where you have a certain dream and you have certain ideas on the way yeah. it's going to yeah. manifest, and then it just goes, it just veers off, either naturally or, or from based on finances or whatever it is. I want to talk about that shift, and we'll take your calls, 323-622-8623. We're live. It's a Wednesday. We're live. Our last half hour with Christian Mioli. We have Sarah Sweet, Ileana Rose, Joel Geist. We'll see you in a few minutes. Woo! You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. What's up, Toad Hop? This is Paul Preston, host of The Movie Guys. I want to tell you about The Movie Guys Live. It's a radio show full of comedy, commentary, sketches, and more as we poke fun at Hollywood. For example, you ever notice how a lot of movies nowadays have the same music in their previews? I think I've come up with something. My brain is skipping time. I'm not sure I'm following you, man. Yeah, that was three different movies. So check out The Movie Guys live Thursdays at 7, but if you miss us live, we're immediately archived for your pleasure at toadopnetwork.com and iTunes. Stop it. Feeling down, depressed, just don't feel like getting out of the house anymore? We'll do it anyway. Sounds like it's time. Ticketstime.com, that is. Ticketstime.com has tickets for sports, concerts, and theater just waiting for you to buy. Did your favorite concert sell out? We have tickets at Ticketstime.com. Did you miss your favorite team's last game? Don't miss the next one. Log on to Ticketstime.com. Is there a play you've been dying to see but haven't had the time? Well, make the time at Ticketstime.com. Everyone needs some relaxation time, so remember to make some time at Ticketstime.com. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Oh! To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home with style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free.
Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Academy Awards this weekend. It's this Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Are they this weekend? Uh, wow. I have news for you. Uh, our friend won the BAFTA. Yeah. So it looks like he will win the Academy Award. Uh, Billy Goldenberg. Billy Goldenberg. Yes, nominated for two. We had him on the show last week. Edited alive. At that's oh, wow. right. I hey. forgot about right. that. That wow. was his, that was his first. That was his first major his first film. film? Yeah, wow, nice. that's 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So Billy and I go back to, geez, Temple University and first guy I hung out with out here, and he was on our show. And he is nominated for two Oscars, one for Argo, one for Zero Dark Thirty, for editing. And he's up against his mentor, which is really wild, Michael Kahn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Billy uh, said thanks to the show. He had a wonderful time, I forgot to tell you. And he oh, won the BAFTA Award in, awesome. in Britain, which usually indicates he'll win here. We'll see. Yeah, not we'll see. <laughs> Come on now, Sarah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So, uh, and then also I just wanted to say I normally don't do the rest in peace and all that, but Jerry Buss uh, passed away. And uh, that was, uh, you know, that affected me a bit. He was... Uh, kind of like my father-in-law for a little while. I dated his daughter, and he's the owner of the Lakers. And Doctor Buss uh, passed on, and I knew I knew for quite some time that he was ill. And uh, but you know they kept it a secret. Mm. And uh, uh, good guy. And, and here's the here's the thing that most people don't know about him, and uh, it's kind of the inside poop is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong? Is that wrong to say? Should I do a deaf impression again? <laughs> What's was inside it was poop? It's very cute. It's like it, it, Dr. Buss was really smart and cultural. Now he was known as having, which was true, about <laughs> little seventeen-year-old playmate with him all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. What? And he's, oh yeah, he was well known for having very young girls yeah. uh, surrounded, mm -hmm. and uh, that yeah, that's that was his thing. But that's one side of him. The other one was extremely into the arts, horses and poker. And I mean, just a, ver a real diverse man and a very kind man. And uh, he passed away the other day. And I'm, and a lot of people are really in mourning over this because he's probably the top three owners of all time of sports franchises. How could he get away with 17-year-old girls? <laughs> She's on top of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have said 17, 18. You know what, you know what I love 18. about Sarah is... 
no matter what I said about him after I said <laughs> that, philanthropist, <laughs> cultural. I was, uh, I was gonna, I was even gonna lie on the list because I saw her face yeah. that she was gonna come back to that seventeen-year-old <laughs> hell or high water. That yeah. pig, I don't care. I'm sure some of the Catholic priests did other things too. But oh, they were, you good know, point. We, which we that brought was up. our topic earlier. <laughs> Catholic. You <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's not a, that's that's a not point. Maybe not 17. How about 18? They is that okay? Be, I mean, that's still not appropriate, yeah, right, okay. but 18's better than 17. All, All right. For them to be, you said bunnies. I wasn't For carding. them to be bunnies. For them to be, to be a bunny. 18. Yes, thank you, Joel, for getting me out of that. Good one. Good one. Yeah. We brought Sarah that's out of that feminist spiral that she was about to go into. Christian Mioli, speaking of girls, he's he's got the Green Girl Project. Uh, <laughs> the Green Girl Project. It's right there on your screen right now. This is a new documentary about the mysteriously sexy green girl. Wow. Does anyone remember the green yes. girl from the original Star Trek? Yes. What happened to her? It's exactly I, right. That's what we're all asking. It's exactly. So I never asked that question in my life until right now, but that's what we would ask, especially if you're a Trekkie. Man, what happened to that sexy green back. girl? And this is a documentary that you, uh, what part did you play in this? The director has uh, reached out to me uh, mm -hmm. to join him uh, with my marketing prowess to, uh, to help him with his uh, active Kickstarter campaign oh. to, com to have completion funds Search for this for great Green movie. Bro. So he was watching a Star Trek episode, and he was... The first Star Trek episode. The, the first, the pilot. And Look the, at you, Joel. You big Star I'm Trek guy? A bit of a yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And, you know, he, he was just, there was something that caught his interest. He wanted to know who was that green girl. And he found out that the original, the first green girl was an actress named Susan Oliver. Mm -hmm. And he went to her IMDb page and he saw this, he saw, I mean, it was like a mile of credits. I mean, she's, she had done over 125 television shows. Mm. Wow. She'd worked with Eastwood, Bronson, Steve McQueen. And he wondered, why didn't he know about her? What happened to Susan Oliver. Yeah. And so it became a rabbit hole for the filmmaker, and he found out that she was a strong feminist in the 1960s, that she was one of the first female directors in episodic television. And did that hurt her career that she was a feminist, or did it help her career, or neither? Well, she, she faced Listening head on a male-dominated Hollywood <laughs> That's right. in, in the 60s Sarah and 70s. Sarah still thinks we're in the 60s. <laughs> yes, and so, I mean, she, she is a good... I, I would say that what Susan Oliver did back then definitely paved the way for directors like Catherine Bigelow oh, sure. today. Mm -hmm. And so this film, Oscar, yeah. this film really is about, I think it's about legacy and remembrance. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's about uh, striving to uh, reach new goals. And she, I mean, she was one of the first aviators to fly a Learjet uh, across the Atlantic wow. by herself. Wow. So it's this fascinating would you, story. Now, if I asked you more questions about her, yeah. would you be spoiling the end? You know, I don't think so. But she did? <laughs> she, she did pass. She passed this, away. Oh, really? So this yeah. is her legacy, and this is, and this is a movie. Was she alive when the filmmaker was making it? No. Wasn't? So it's, it's one of these it's, stories where a it's filmmaker... It's posthumous. It's posthumous, and he is, he's putting the pieces of her life together through interviews with Lee Merriweather and Rosie Greer mm -hmm. and other uh, actors who who knew who knew her uh, back then and uh, so anyway go to Kickstarter uh, 
or, and check out The Green Girl. You can see a video about it. Yeah. And uh, you can become a part of it. You can make it happen. Uh, it's uh, got uh, like 10 days left on the campaign. campaign. I want to mention something, uh, Mioli. This, this happens, and I was told this in radio, is you can never make the assumption that most of the people listening even understand what you mean. So let's get straight on what Kickstarter is. Sure. I, which I'm a big fan of. This is, it gives people an opportunity throughout the world to contribute to the arts. We should do one in, of those for our show. I agree. I was okay. getting to that. <laughs> but first we'll promote yes, Mioli's thing, and then we're, as soon as he leaves, then we talk about us. Yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Kickstarter is an incredible community yeah, where, where people can, they can donate and they can be a part of making these projects mm -hmm. happen mm -hmm. and get fulfilled. So, And not they, only that, if they give uh, in certain amounts of money that they put in, you get things back, oh, yeah. including producer credit on some things, Absolutely. depending on how much you would like to put. So if you want to be a movie producer, which a lot of us, when we were growing up, we would go, hey, I'd love to be a director or producer. Well, here's the way you can get involved, and especially if you're a Trekkie. I think Joel's going to put some money on I, I might. I look. You know, I don't have a lot to give. Minimum donation is 100 pennies. Ooh. A so dollar. You, yeah, you can give a dollar towards the campaign. You know, the, the filmmaker, he wanted everyone to feel as if they could, you know, they're a part of this project mm. happening. Mm -hmm. So if, if you want to, you can. And, and what happens if when on Kickstarter, if it reaches a goal, its goal, it gets funded. So mm. basically it, it has to reach a certain uh, monetary goal. And then Amazon, which owns Kickstarter. Oh, I didn't know that. Will... Do matching Match funds. They yeah. do matching funds? Yeah, but if wow. you don't reach that goal, you they don't won't. get any of you don't it. Get I've any never of heard of You don't that. even get the people that donated. You don't get any of it. You don't get any so of the money. You've got to reach the goal. You come up with a figure. It's yep. not even an arbitrary figure. It's an actual figure. You say, oh, I can get this made and get this finished. Here's the finished goods, is what I need. You're at a certain point. Yeah. Maybe you're even, maybe it's even, you know, you don't have one frame that's been shot, or maybe the entire film's been shot and you need to edit it or put sound effects or whatever it is. You decide what the number is. Yep. And what is the number on this? Eighty thousand. It's eighty thousand. Eighty thousand, and they'll put in another eighty to distribute it and put in more money for whatever else it needs. I think so. I believe You've that's the way it never rolls. Never heard that before. I How know. close are you guys? We are at, I believe, thirty thousand right now with oh, ten wow. days to go. We well, after you're on the shoemaker show, I just want to see this spike at the end. I want to see. Oh, is that what happens? Like eBay? Typically, because people <laughs> are like, "Well, let's see if they can get there without my money," and then right at the end, they'll be like, oh. "Okay, I'll try to help." That's kind of like I just sold Justin's uh, skateboard, and the same thing happened on eBay. On eBay? <laughs> <laughs> they wait till the end. That's what they do. Here's I didn't realize. I, yeah. I was starting to panic. I'm not going to get a dollar for this freaking skateboard. It's an expensive <laughs> skateboard. And then at the end, they all start, oh, now they start bidding against each other. Craig. You ever do one of those bid things? Sure. What did you sell the skateboard for? Uh, 80 bucks. 80 bucks. It was, a, it was a Rob Dydeck or whatever that guy's name is. This guy's very popular. Hmm. You're Mr. Trendy, do you know this guy, Rob Drydeck? Or... It sounds familiar. I, I cannot believe I'm not getting his name right. I'm going to be assassinated by my son for this. <laughs> this guy's really popular. Is it yeah. shown on MTV? Okay. You don't know who he is? Nope. Rob Drydeck or Dydeck? <laughs> Come on, help me out, Joel. I, my Google's not working. Come on, Goldilocks. Help me out over here. Seriously, you don't yes, know who he is? Trying. He's I a don't. skate activist. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's really into skating and the whole thing. Oh, my. I'm embarrassed that I don't know who this yeah. is. Yes, like, Sarah. Like Tony Hawk. He's way bigger than Tony Hawk. This guy is huge. He's, but not as a skater. He's like a prankster. He's got his own oh, shows. Like Ashton Kutcher. He's getting lit. Yes, he's on, he's on there all the time. He's on Ashton Kutcher's But shows. here's the trick that I found yes. out about Kickstarter is if that you ask for a price, but you can 
kind of back it just in case if you don't get the whole thing. So then at the last minutes, you could come in and give it the extra, you know. You yourself. Yeah, whomever, like the extra 10000 just so you don't lose everything. Right, because he would lose it otherwise. Mm -hmm. What happens to the people that put in the money, right? You put in the money, you go, I yeah. did this. I bid $5. Sure. So it, and it doesn't get funded. They, they get refunded the $5? Is that how they it works? They don't get charged. They don't get charged until it's met. They don't get charged until it's met. That's how it works? Yeah. That's really odd. Okay. But so you have that, and you have tech fit. That's another thing. I have no idea. See, Mioli, when I don't see you, I, 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 I don't know what you're up to. You wrote a musical about uh Yeah, let's skip incest. to the musical. Yeah. <laughs> He wrote a musical with Ileana, our, our, our lovely producer. Ileana, yes. can you come on screen here with, with, with yes. Mioli? Now, let me, just, let me just backtrack this, Ileana. I get a call from Mioli, the entrepreneur, the artist. He goes, shoo, bro, I got it. A musical about incest, a brother and a sister. I need you to produce it. Wow. A taboo, a goes, taboo goes, story. A taboo story. He goes, just listen. I can see the people because he's the marketer. I can still be lined up in the streets while protesters, which is great. <laughs> so he gives me the CD and it's brilliant. This is it. He and Ileana did all the music wow. for it, all the words. And, but I said, I can't produce them. I can't. Can it be cousins? Uh. <laughs> he did say that. And yeah. he, goes, he goes, no, bro, it's got to be that. I go, yeah. Half-sister? <laughs> I'm negotiating. Because I love the music so much, I go, I can't get behind incest. Flat on brother and sister. That's what the that's what the play is about. Here it is, listen. That's Mioli singing. He's even a great singer. And it's... What's this song about? Uh, this is where the brother and sister have just had their first kiss. And it's like that thunderbolt where they're like, whoa. <laughs> She's in a spiral right now. This is Ileana. I know. It's Ileana Mioli right here. Here yeah. they are. Yeah, we. Why don't you sing it live for us? The hell with this. She composed the music. I did the lyrics. And here it it's is. very catchy, too. Listen, harmony. I just submitted it to the uh, ASCAP Musical Theater Workshop that Stephen Schwartz um, curates yes. in New York. And, so now, and now he's under we arrest. We might get a phone call. <laughs> we might be going to New York in March. From the FBI. <laughs> Should I skip to any specific part? Is there a good... No, really. It's, no, it's good. We really that. brilliant music. Yeah. But seriously, I, I couldn't I couldn't put my name on that thing. No. And I figure a lot of people are that way. Look, I'm incest just being is a, it's no. great. Look, Game of Thrones dealt with incest, Boardwalk oh. Empire. My character has a relationship with his sister. Yeah, a big but one. This is total Mel Brooks. It's told so straight, it's so wrong that it's right. Bob Zamuda, who is a comic genius in my book, right. he read it, listened to it, and said it's effing brilliant. Yeah. And and he wants to get behind it. Zamuda is the whole mind behind Andy Kaufman. He's played, he yep. actually yeah. is Andy Kaufman these days. <laughs> Matt Shackman, who produces yeah. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, said it's witty, it has it's fun. And uh, I love he has the reviews, the verbal reviews. The reviews, reviews are already out on the screen. <laughs> it's fun, it's a must-see. <laughs> it's a, a must-read. <laughs> Three pubic hairs up. No, uh, we but we we um, incest. we adapted the story from a script by really? John Zack and Mather Zickel. And Mather oh. Zickel 
is the is the new lead on the Children's Hospital spinoff, Newsreaders, which is on Adult Swim. Okay. And it was it was a, a legendary script in Hollywood. They they allowed me to make a musical version of it. It's never been made. It still hasn't been made. We're looking for a courageous sweat equity bro. <laughs> We're looking for a courageous investor <laughs> who is willing you, to take it to the next level. By that is, yeah. I I talked to him about different projects. I go, bro, we got to work together. You believe we've never worked together once? Mm -mm. Me and Mioli, the two Revolving entrepreneurs. Door. What? Revolving That's door. A, he keeps talking about my revolving door. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know something. Yeah. Do you think, how many businesses or people that own businesses or entrepreneurs or business owners do you know that do not have a, a number of people that have to work for them, either they leave or they are asked to leave or it's a mutual agreement. However it happens, that's what business does. Yeah, but of not course in it's like a revolving three to door. six months. What like, does that mean? I mean, you have, I've seen you have like six assistants in the time that I've known you. <laughs> I'm worse, actually. I'm Murphy Brown. <laughs> I'm like a 10. <laughs> you have not seen six assistants. Uh, four. All right, Misa, yeah. Jake. Jake. Okay. I did it for a couple months. And Patricia. Patricia. That's four. Right. Wasn't I, there one other girl? Yeah, there was one other Sarah. Sarah. Another Sarah. Yeah. Damn it, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I've lasted Ili 20 years by not working with you. Ileana, Ileana can detest. How many years were you with me? How many years? Five? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was three years. She shut that door. Three years. Was it three years? Well, three years. And now we're back. Ilya is the door. exception. The, the revolving door. No, no, she's not. There's tons of them. Well, yeah, you're right. Your There's business manager, lots Liz, Liz. 17 Liz, years, Ill. same person. 17, that's a long True. time. True. Uh, Your children. <laughs> how, about on hold, how about on hold advertising? How about on hold? I invented on hold advertising back in 1981. Friendships lasting decades. No, those are. we were partners up until it sold the place mm -hmm. after 10,000 clients. Yep. All those years. Sarah, how about your revolving door? Yes, Sarah. With what? I don't know. With improv what? groups. In, no, I don't. <laughs> writing groups. Writing partners. Relationships. How many writing partners have you had um, in the last year? I can count four already. <laughs> yeah, because they're four different projects. There you go. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Totally. There's yeah, the revolving I'm, door. Yeah, I'm not getting You have different projects. I've been trying to work with Mioli forever. So, yeah, anyway, so we talk about because you can't get paid in the Friend, arts. Working with friends is hard. I do understand if there's any caution in that because working with friends is really hard. Mm -hmm. Of course you it is. You lose friendships and it's terrible. Do you really? Yeah, I think you really have to. I just don't know if it works very well ever. It's just a very, very. That's few. a good topic. Yeah. Working with friends, you'll lose it's a shame friendships. Shame we got five Seinfeld, minutes left on that. Seinfeld, topic. Larry, David, they did it. Yeah, it, 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 it's a chemistry. You are thing, an I optimist, I, I believe. I think if you become friends through working, that's like perfect. Yeah. But yeah. if you're already friends, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. I think there's both. I think there's both, and it's just a matter. Of, uh, and I'll tell you another thing is, if you are coming from a uh, younger people have a harder time with it than people who are, I guess, wise and aging well. <laughs> right, Mioli, just to call that back. Sure. I mean, I mean, because well, you learn the standards you need to live by. I'll give you an example. I asked Mioli to get involved in a project. He then goes through Ileana, not to me, and says, make sure he doesn't talk too much. I don't want to talk to him too much. <laughs> so I got the word back. That was his standards. He talks too much. So she, Too so, many meetings. Too many meetings. Let's have another meeting. So he says to her, 
don't want any meetings. I just, I just want to do the job. Sweat equity. I want to put in some sweat equity. I, I'm not getting paid. I don't need to listen to Shoemaker. I can make the calls. So, I can so, make it happen. Enough so with the he, meeting. as a wise man, says, that's my boundary. I don't want to talk to him. I'm going I want, to talk through you. I like harmony with you. True. So I, as a wise man, said, I'm not calling him. <laughs> <laughs> so we worked telepathically for so about now, six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. How it works. That's how you don't have a revolving door. Yeah. That's how this revolving door he came in here. He'll never come back here again. <laughs> we locked it behind him. <laughs> After you open up with your aging, you damn oh. So Christian Mioli, uh, I'm Thank so you. happy you were here today with us. Thank you. You've it was got an absolute pleasure. You've got uh, skajingles. Skajingles, yes. Revolutionizing commercial jingles. I've opened man. a movie theater in Hollywood. I know. Wow, I, where? Uh, it's really cool. On Hollywood Boulevard. It's called Arena Cinema. Your listeners can go to arenascreen.com and see... What movies I'm showing? Yeah, I'm just. Are, are they independent? Or are they? Uh, I'm what? showing. Uh, they're they're indies. I'm showing. Uh, Searching for Sugar Man starting Friday, <gasps> oh, for two weeks. I want to cool. see that. I'm showing. Great. Uh, I'm showing Fifty Six Up right me, now. How do you show? How do you show that movie that's out on Netflix? Searching for Sugar Man. I really want to see this. Movie. I literally that's at the top of my list. I watched it. I watched it on VOD, and I called Sony the next day, and I said, "I got a movie theater. I want to show this movie," and they okay. said yes. And then, so now you charge for a movie that they hand you that movie. How does it work? Uh, you charge to get in. Yeah, I charge $10. Right, which is nothing, and to see it on a nice screen. But how are you, do you pay for the rights to show the movie? Um, I, I don't, no. No, I don't pay for the rights. <laughs> I don't. We, we basically, we make an agreement on the box office. It's a oh. box split. Okay, so then, so then there is an agreement. Okay, so you're not paying for it, but you do pay at the end on how much, based on how much money you bring in. Yeah, and you build, you build. I got another documentary pay. for you. I just saw my cousin. I stayed with my cousin in Boston. By the way, Boston, can they learn how to talk, please? Mm-hmm. With the R's? Mm-hmm. And they love the term cocksucker. Mm. If, hey, you cocksucker. <laughs> I took a wicked, you wicked pisser. Mm. It's a wicked pisser, you mm -hmm. cocksucker. Mm -hmm. yeah. I stayed with my cousins in Boston. He made a movie about George Plimpton. You got to see this. Wow! And and put that in your. He's coming out here for a film festival. The let's, movie's really let's good. Let's screen it. I, we are going to screen it. I knew we were going to do something together. You got Ollie. a friend who has a movie theater. For God's sake! I forgot. That Use it. is awesome. I forgot. Maybe you should tell Ileana to tell me you have a movie theater and how much it works, how much it's going to go for. <laughs> go through Ileana. Don't speak to me. Christian Mioli was our special guest today. Yeah. And uh, who do we have next week? Oh. I have a few people coming in the next few weeks. Lonnie Love. Cool. Uh, Craig Bierko. Anybody know Craig Bierko? Sure. Great, great comic actor. Yes. I just saw him in The Three Stooges. Yeah. Oh, fun. I love The Three And Stooges. polygamist. Did you know that? He is a polygamist, <laughs> an actual polygamist. <laughs> well, that will be something. He and I have Charlize Theron in common. I think people should go to our Facebook page and <laughs> like it. In Laugh the Spank Bank? Or like, you, like you, you, you both had Charlize Theron uh, for, for an entree? No, <laughs> we, we both know Charlize. Oh, I'm sorry. I, that was so perverted. Charlize Theron will come on our show. Who else is coming on? Uh, You're uh, kidding. No, I'm not kidding. That would be sick. Really? Yeah, it'd be so sick. She'd be at the top of your list? No, All but right. like in the, I like her a lot towards the top. Okay, we'll bring her in. Uh, who else? Who else do we have? Uh, anyway, we have commitments from a lot of people. We just have to arrange them for each Wednesday. Just pay attention to us on our Facebook page. Please go like us. And then that way you get in touch with what we're doing and you're, uh, you can write post notes. Go to the Craig Shoemaker like page. This weekend I will be at the Canyon Club in Agora, the only show I can walk to. Yay. I like that. Great venue. 
Yes, it is. And uh, Joel Geis, you have anything coming up? Uh, just keep an eye out for uh, School of Thrones. It's the it's the spoof that takes place <laughs> in a in a eighties ish high school. Um, and if based you, on the Game of Thrones characters. And if you uh, watch this, you'll Very make good. money, I hope. Uh, well, hopefully, someday. <laughs> pay, pay for a new die job. Yeah. $100 for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, what do you have? I had uh, this last weekend, by the way, I had my first living room variety show with Ileana Douglas. That was awesome. Nice. Oh, yeah. We did it, and it was a success. We're, yeah. Does she know what you do on Wednesdays yet? Does she uh, know whose she, show it she's is? She's learning. <laughs> yeah, Ileana she was in a, alive with me. That's she? right. Ileana yeah, Douglas was in alive. Small yes. world. Look at that. Small it all comes back to alive. Mm -hmm. We never got to my soap opera experience. I'll have to talk about that next week. I play a recurring, or I, I play three episodes I did of a soap opera. Wow. But I'll, yeah, all in one day. I play a, I can't even tell. I'll tell you next week. Uh, you all have a wonderful week, and uh, see you this weekend in Agora or wherever I am, craigshoemaker.com. Keep following us. Keep laughing. See you next time. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.